Podcast 139. Can culture change behavior? Is my positive theory and an analytical cultural discourse. The same was captured and framed through my lens as a practitioner in publication 251 in seven chapters and verbalized in podcast 139 in ISBN 9798-88525-3468. Ostensibly, since the brief definition of culture comprises a way of life, but it's a broad term and many things like customs, traditions, art, literature, language, and more fall in it, then it is presumed that culture is based on abstractions such as the idea of a tradition. In this environment, I accede to the theoretical concept of culture since it has the capacity to influence our behaviors in diverse ways. For instance, in this ambience, the said culture is the people's way of life. That said, the same implies that social ethics, principles, and or morals seen in society. Consequently, and logically speaking, this can also be construed as a method of living that encompasses people's beliefs, values, customs, language, and traditions, which is what we know to be culture. All things being equal, and in the scheme of things, I must confess that Reasonably, this ethos, coupled with its interacting process, especially with the social construct, I quote, behavior, is the internally coordinated responses, actions or inactions of whole living organisms, individuals or groups to internal and or external stimuli, end quote. The aforesaid has activated my mental processes to the extent that I am gaining knowledge and comprehension, especially in the area of thinking, knowing, remembering, judging, and problem-solving. Further, I dare say that theoretically and metaphorically speaking, as an author, cinematographer, media art specialist, licensed cultural practitioner, podcaster, and publisher, when I juxtapose the aforesaid expressions against what I have captured and framed thus far through my macro lens, it appears that the incredible details of this topic are without doubt explicit. As a consequence, I humbly purport the positive theory, can culture change behavior? Now that I have established context, it is interesting analyzing the aforesaid deep philosophical theoretical question and the fact that although disagreement exists as to how to precisely define behavior in a biological context, 
especially since one common interpretation based on a meta-analysis of scientific literature states that behavior is the internally coordinated responses, actions or inactions of whole living organisms, individuals or groups to internal and or external stimuli. At this juncture, I hasten to state for this record that at the end of the day, the behavior which is being referenced in this conversation and this space has to do with American English or behavior is the range of actions and mannerisms made by individuals, organisms, systems or artificial entities in conjunction with themselves or their environment, which includes the other systems or organisms around as well as the inanimate physical environment. That said, I wish to also purport that according to Elizabeth A. Minton and Lynn Kyle, the computed response of the system or organism to various stimuli or inputs, whether internal or external, conscious or subconscious, overt or covert, and voluntary or involuntary. Taking a behavior informatics perspective, a behavior consists of actor, operation, interactions, and their properties. This can be represented as a behavior vector. For example, the concept behavioral abstraction is the ability of functions to adapt their behavior to the transformation environment. This environment may contain certain abstract notions, such as loudness, stretching a sound in time, etc. These notions will mean different things to different functions. Given the complexity of this discourse, I dare say that in light of all of the aforesaid theoretical statements and responses, I must confess that all things being equal imputes that this discourse, to some extent, borders on and or has the components of a theory coupled together with essential qualities of abstract thinking, since it is the ability to think about objects, principles, and ideas that are not physically present. However, on the other hand, it is related to symbolic thinking, which uses the substitution of a symbol for an object or idea. A further drill down via the research lens on this topic unearths the fact that a variety of everyday behaviors constitute abstract thinking, which includes using metaphors and analogies, understanding relationships between verbal and nonverbal ideas, spatial reasoning, and mentally manipulating and rotating objects. Complex reasoning, such as using critical thinking, the scientific method, and other approaches to reasoning through problems. At this juncture, it should be noted 
that abstract thinking makes it possible for people to exercise creativity. Creativity, in turn, is a useful survival mechanism. It allows us to develop tools and new ideas that improve the quality of human life. There is also a school of thought which imputes that as a system of meaning and shared beliefs, culture provides a framework for all behavioral and affective norms. I wish to draw your attention to a point which explicitly captures the findings according to questionstoknow.com. I quote from Cultural Neuroscience, according to questiontoknow.com, I quote from Cultural Neuroscience, who advocates that the mechanism has to do with the brain's plasticity or the brain's ability to adapt to long-lasting engagement in scripted behaviors, that is, cultural task, is the tone and the tenor of my story. At the end of the day, figuratively and theoretically speaking, make no mistake, the difference between culture and behavior is linguistics, because, as nouns, the difference between behavior and culture is that behavior is the way a living creature behaves or acts, while culture is the arts, customs, and habits that characterize a particular society or nation. The explicitness of this conversation, Can Culture Change Behavior, is a scholarly portrait of human behavior and pretext to observe culture through another lens. Importantly, global citizens are also theorists of varying ethnicities and who adopted theories and occupies different cultural geographical spaces. Navigating this enlightening exchange of thoughts, opinions, and ideas about whether culture can change behavior, approaches, and techniques became critical to this conversation. Overall, my purported positive theory, Can Culture Change Behavior?, is an analytical cultural discourse. Overall, my purported positive theory, Can Culture Change Behavior?, is an analytical cultural discourse. The same was captured and framed through my lens as a practitioner in publication 251 in seven chapters and verbalized in podcast 139 in ISBN 9798-88525-3468.